good morning. Happy Father's Day. If you are a father, happy Father's Day. If you are a husband, happy Father's Day. And those who are husbands and fathers and leaders of our houses, may the Lord bless you. Last week, Phil uh, gave us a wonderful message on Genesis chapter 3. It's a very hot topic in Genesis. Who's enjoying the Genesis study at the moment? Studies. It's an awesome study that we are doing at the moment. And uh, Phil, I'm sorry, I'm going to use your text again. You preached last, where's Phil? You preached last week, but I already prepared my message before that. But I was uh, so excited that you preached that message, wonderful message last week. But today I'm going to share about only one, two, three, four verses, or five verses. Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 to 13. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And God said, and he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then a man said, The woman whom you gave to me to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Lord, as we look at these words, they were written years, many, many years ago. We know that you wrote these words for our good today as well. And we pray, Lord, that you will uh, teach us today. Forgive us as fathers, as leaders, and as uh, husbands, as men of the house. Lord, if we don't do the right thing, if we have failed in our responsibilities. But today, Lord, the message we are going to hear today is about fathers and their responsibilities in the families. So pray that you will bless the preaching and the hearing of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. I know today our kids will be here, the children, so I thought I would put up some... Where's the, oh, the screen is here. I thought I would put up some pictures for our children. Uh, but I, I'm going to tell you this short story whether you guys uh, find it amusing or not. There was a pastor that came to preach one day. This is about Adam and Eve. And when he got here at the pulpit, the wind came and blew away you know, his, his uh, sermon. So the papers were all over the place. So the pastor was looking around for his, uh, one of the pages. And he said, and he came to that line where he said, And Adam said to Eve, and Adam said to Eve, he was looking around for the page. And Adam said to Eve, there seems to be a, a leaf missing here. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, we study our series about um, where is he two weeks ago. And um, the series is 
about Jesus Christ. Where is he? The question that they asked uh, the the congregation or the crowd asked, where is he? Because they want something from Jesus. And this morning, I thought I decided to use the same title, but instead of where is he from the passage, where are you? Where are you? So my preposition for today is about the responsibilities of men or fathers. An irresponsible man has a lot to answer for. A man that is irresponsible or a father that is irresponsible has a lot to answer for. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8 to 13. In the days when dinosaurs walked with mankind on earth, in a beautiful garden of Eden, when the world had only one continent, and in that glorious garden, among many animals, there was only one man there. His name was Adam. But Adam did a great job by naming all those animals. You know, it was Adam that gave a tiger its name, a giraffe its name, a buffalo, uh, there's no buffalo there. Lions and zebra. And he was looking at um, the lion and touched the mane of the lion here. He observed the stripes of the zebra. He watched the tigers playing with the antelopes and the sheep over there on the grass. But Adam was not complete because he couldn't find a soulmate. One day, Adam woke up from his sleep and lo and behold, drum rolls. Lo and behold, there was a beautiful woman in the garden. And he went, whoa, man. That's why we have women. And to Adam, she was the most amazing thing that has ever happened in my life, in his life. The man had never seen anything like this before. He was watching all these animals around. He was looking for a soulmate. I guess you can say she was out of this world. Adam's now a happy man. There was peace in the garden. No one was hungry. And there was Eve observing the beautiful fruit of the garden. She had the perfect holiday, perfect holiday spot. She wasn't even worried about anything, no mortgage, no school fees. She was free from all evil. And Adam jumped from behind the trees and the bush trying to scare her, but she was not scared. Why? There was no fear. There was no sin. Life was perfect in the Garden of Eden. But there was only one thing, only one thing that they were to keep, and that was keep the social distancing from the tree of knowledge. Do not touch, do not touch. Remember the social distancing, 1.5 meter Eve? That's so close. And they thought that could, they could get away with anything they wanted because no one was watching. No one was watching. 
but they were being watched. And there was a day when God was walking in the garden, and the Bible says in the cool of the day, it's not about the time, but it's about the word cool of the day, it's about the spirit of the Lord, or the word ruach in, in Hebrew. It means spirit, life, or the breath of God. You know what that word means? It means God desires to have fellowship with mankind. And now the Hebrew word here for walk, God walked in the garden, is the same word that is used in chapter 5 in reference to Enoch. Verse 24, chapter 5, verse 24, and God walked with Enoch, and he was not. Or, and Enoch walked with God, and Enoch was not. Why? Because God took him. You know, that term, walk, emphasizes fellowship, communion. That's why we have the Lord's communion here, Lord's table. It's also called a table of fellowship. You notice when God walked with Enoch, Enoch did not die. God took him away. But when Adam failed to walk with God, he died. Not only he died physically, he also died spiritually. And when they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden, God is clothed in glory. This is our very purpose in life, why God has called us. God desires to have an intimate relationship with his created being, mankind, we are the pinnacle of his creation. Unfortunately, when God walked in the garden, Adam didn't show up. Today is Father's Day. What an irresponsible man Adam was. He was supposed to lead his wife. He was supposed to be strong, to have broad shoulders for his wife, and for his family to lean on in troubled times. He was supposed to lead his family to a place of worship in the sanctuary of God in the Garden of Eden. God created for him and his family to worship the Lord. But he turned the Garden of Eden to a hiding place. He was supposed to hear the voice of the Lord and jumps at the privilege of meeting his creator. But God's voice was a problem for Adam. That was sin. That's why that was a problem for him because of him. And hearing the voice of the Lord is why we come here this morning. Unless you have other purposes and other reasons and other plans why you come to church. And the next thing that we read in scripture is that Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. You see what happened when we disobey God's word, we feel guilty. And guilt is the result of sin. And when we doubt the word of God, the only other alternative that is left is the voice of the devil. And that's what Adam and Eve did. They doubted the word of God, they trusted the word of the devil. But today, you are forgiven in Christ if you repent and you give your life to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. And then the Lord called to Adam and said to him, 
Where are you, Adam? Now notice, God did not call Eve. He called Adam. And the 16 times this word is used in the Old Testament, it is a singular use. He called Adam. Why? Because Adam is responsible. Yes, Eve ate the fruit, but Adam was responsible for the whole thing. Hey, Eve, stop it. Don't eat the fruit. <clears throat> Irresponsible man. He, the verse, the Bible says, he was right there with his wife. You know when you see that your wife misbehaved? Just hit the hand. All the husbands and all the fathers, when your wife misbehaved, don't hit here, hit here. Because the police will come and take us. Or hit somewhere. The Bible says, if you know something right, something good to do, but you don't do, that's a sin. So Adam was right there with his wife. Now, when God communicated with Adam and Eve, he did not speak to them or, or whisper. The word speak is amar in, in, in Hebrew. It means when God created the earth, he spoke the word. But here, God didn't speak to Adam or whisper, Adam, where are you? Like in a game of hide and seek. Where are you? Here I come, ready or not. God didn't do that. He called Adam. He called his name, Gara is the word. It means to utter a loud sound, to call out through the idea of accosting a person or confronting a person. So he called Adam. But God didn't call out of his anger. He called the sinful man out of love. You know, he didn't have to call. But one of Adam's descendants is a man named Jared. That's how we got our Jared. It means descent. So God descended on earth. God descended onto the garden and called out the sinful man, you and I. God called Adam because Adam has been cut out from the favor of God through his disobedience. He lost the favor of God. The favor of God that is called the breath of God. And so God breathed life into this dead man in the cool of the day means the spirit or ruach of God. It's the same thing when Jesus called Lazarus. It was out of love that Jesus called Lazarus out of the grave to bring life to the dead. Likewise, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, when Christ our Lord returns to take his church away, the Bible says he descends with a what? A shout and a voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God. That's quite some noise on that day. But God came through his grace. God, as a good shepherd, he came to seek the lost. He knew that Adam was hiding somewhere, but he was very gracious in dealing with us sinful people. He could have asked Adam, Adam, why are you hiding? I can see you. But God instead say, where are you? God gives us the chance and the opportunity for us to say, I confess, Lord. 
You know, sometimes we fail in our relationship with others. Give grace like how God gave grace. Poor Adam, there was no place to hide. And Adam said, I heard your voice, Lord, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And God said, who told you? Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree? Note Adam's answer. You see, Adam, he was ashamed of his condition. He was ashamed of the consequences, but he was not sorry for his sin. You know, sometimes we are ashamed of the consequences of what we do, but are we sorry about the sin? What do we do? We ask for forgiveness. I was afraid because I was naked. What kind of answer is that? Where are you, Adam? This is a good answer that Adam should have said. Lord, I have sinned against you. I am the man of this house, and I take full responsibility with what I did, with what my family did. Please, Lord, forgive me. There's a verse in Revelation that says, Revelation 3.18, I counsel you to buy from me white garments that you may clothe yourself and that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. Shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. Nakedness is shameful. And what happened on the cross when Jesus died on the cross? Jesus was naked on the cross because of your sins and my sins. How many times we as fathers and husbands and leaders of our families failed in our relationship, in our responsibilities to own up? Did you know that the angels, when God, when the angels sinned, God did not call them into account? What did God do to the angels? He reduced them to everlasting change, to judgment on a great day. What happened to Adam? God gave Adam a chance. Give me a chance. Is there a song like that from the Ebba? Yeah, take a chance on me. He knew where Adam was hiding. He knew where Abel was. And you know the same answer that the father gave? The son followed in his footsteps. God called Cain one day. Where is your brother? And what Cain said? The same thing. He washed his hands like his father Adam and said, I don't know. Why? And this is what Adam did on a day. Adam passed on the blame to someone else. How irresponsible Adam was when he was caught. When he was caught out, he passed on. He blamed his wife. Now, look at the verse. He says, verse 12, It was a woman you gave to be with me. Like, I don't even know her. I didn't ask for it. He said, you gave her to me. It's like he was blaming God as well at the same time. God, I didn't want a woman. You gave her to me. But if we go back to chapter 2, verse 23, he was jumping up. Hey, bones of my bones and flesh of my flesh. He was proud. This woman came from me. When he saw a beautiful woman there in verse 23 of chapter 2. 
Blaming another person is an easy thing to do, to protect my ego. Unless we humble ourselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, our sin remains. A sin forgiven frees a person from all guilt. That's it. That's a blame game that goes on and on and on. Unless we come to this very point in our lives. What Adam did by hiding from God because of, of his sin was paid by Christ on a cross. We sang today that song, Jesus paid it all. He paid it on a cross. Jesus paid the sin of Adam, the sin that we inherited from Adam, he paid our sins. Jesus is the second Adam. Do you know Adam and Jesus? They were the two men that God in his act of love that came into this world without sin. Adam came into this world without sin, but he disobeyed, he doubted the word of God. Therefore, the second Adam, Jesus Christ, came and with his obedient life and submission to the Father, he offered to God the sacrifice so you and I can go free. So all the men and the fathers of this church know their responsibilities. And fathers of Mount Warren Park Community Church, Tamal and Galicia, how is your walk with God? And you're leading your family. How is leading your family in Christ? Do we hear the voice of God and rejoice in his presence? Or is there a sin in our lives that hinders my view of God? That when we hear his voice, we hide in shame. Do we blame others? Do we blame our wives, our children, our dog, our cat, and everything else but not me? Or do we take full responsibility and say, Lord, I'm a sinner. And I stand before this congregation and say, I'm a sinner, saved by the grace of God. Let's stand together and sing the last song. George, where are you? We're going to sing this beautiful song it's called Light of the World. And as we sing this song, we sing and say to the Lord, step down into the darkness of my life. Open my eyes to see. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness and your grace in our lives. Today, today's Father's Day, Lord, I stand before you with your church here today to forgive us. Help us as fathers to know our responsibilities is to lead and guide our families in the grace of God. Forgive us if we pass on the blame and the responsibility to others instead of taking full uh, responsibility on our shoulders. We thank you that Jesus Christ took that blame on a cross and here we are free from all sin. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand and sing together light of the world. You stepped down into darkness. Thanks, George. Light of the, the world, you stepped down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me sing it to Jesus. Beauty that made. Beauty that made. Life. Oh.
of a life spent with you. So why don't you raise up your hands to the Lord and say, Here I am. So here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to Days, oh, so highly exalted, glorious in heaven above. Humbly you came to the earth you created, all for us sake became. Jesus came and he took upon himself the responsibility of cleansing our sins. Amen. Good to see that young man raising his hands to the, in the air. Bless you. Bless you, young man.